You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah. You're the big comfy chair going there. Go. Oh, there we. I mean, I got it. I got it going behind us. Um. All right. Let's do this. Ready. Ready. McFarland, McFarland Energy. Thank you so much for sponsoring another version of the Bradfoe Show. Uh, we are red hot. You know how I know is red hot, Coop. You know how? You know how? how? You know? How? I mean, I didn't realize how red hot we were until I had to do an entire rain delay, an hour rain delay, and only play Bradfoe shows from the last week. I mean, I, that is like, that is- You, a you got hours upon hours of content right there. It really is. I did not know how many seven-minute podcasts we did last week. But it's like it's like seven little nuggets of information from well, from let's be honest. It's, be, it's nice. I mean, yeah, well, it's you had, uh, let's see if I can remember this off the top of my head. Kiki Hernandez, Jordan the fan who caught uh, Tristan Cassis' uh, home run ball. Yep. Um, Trevor Story, JD Martinez, uh, Matt Strom, and uh, well, we had uh, I was what? about to throw Rich Hill in the mix because I feel like we always have Rich Hill on, <laughs> but no Rich Hill this By week. By the way, no, uh, no Alex Benellis tomorrow. No, right? no, nah, he uh, they're busing down to sounds awful, they're busing down yeah. to New Jersey. <laughs> Do they have they they have playoffs? They finished first in their division, correct? Yeah. Portland? Uh, did they? Yes. Maybe I this is playoffs. So. Is this playoffs? Playoffs. But uh, uh, but we wanted him to come on. Um, not only to talk about minor league rules, but to talk. I, I wanted him to get on with Courtney. I feel so. This is a question before we get to the Xander Bogarts podcast. The question I have for you, Coop, Commissioner Coop. What's up? Power rank the trash talkers in our fantasy football league. Um. I mean. With that, we have to set up parameters. Like, what are we saying for a power ranking? Like, as in who's the best at it? Yeah, who's as the in best? witty. Yeah. Give me, give me your top. Give me your top three. Top three. I feel like Jared Salty's Salty's Ooh, maybe sur- my favorite. Surprise? Yeah, he's the most surprising. active, but he's also he catches you off guard with it, and he's rarely like very incorrect with his his like callouts. Like, he's okay. usually spot on. Which which I would not think would be the case. I thought he was just going to be along for the ride, but no, he's a catcher. He's a, catchers are smart guys. Uh, I, you gotta okay. you gotta give him credit. There you um, go. Pap, who I think everyone expected to be the the wild card, uh, out there. Not at, not like as active as many, but no. when he, when he does come in, it's 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 something. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's something. It's something. Uh, he gets he, he gets the most payoff per uh, per text or whatever they are. Uh, okay, Nate, Nate Gordo likes to get in the mix. Yeah, yeah, they all yes, yeah. Uh, but, but I not, would personally, yeah. I would put myself up there because I just like to throw out memes or like some random comments. But they're more they're more so comedy tailored toward me. I, I, I'm gonna be I honest. Think, with, I, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be honest it. with you. So today, and what we're talking about is this isn't for. Maybe we'll make it. No, we can't make it. No, all we can't. No, because no, that, no. that ruins the mystique of it. No. So so we have a text chain with everybody in the Bradford Show Fantasy Football League, and um, and I will say this: you had the I think of all the whole day there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff going on but the 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 of the all day, of the entire day your response 
to back-to-back texts from Papelbon and Courtney. The that Drake was, meme? The Drake I'll, meme. I'll put the Drake meme in there. The I'll, I'll maybe tweet that out just so people know what we're talking and, and, about. And, and we, which, we, by the way, go follow the Twitter accounts at yeah, Bradco underscore yeah, show. Yeah. Plug we, in I there. mean... It was, chugging. I I we, I can't explain what the texts were because uh, I would think I, I would need permission. Again, from, ruins the mystique. Ruins the mystique, but also, um, yeah. So anyway, excellent job by you. So thank yeah, you. But I, I, you didn't I like mean, the queen. You didn't like the I, queen tweet uh, text. Yeah, I think you're overboard with the queen stuff. What are you talking about? You're Bradford. That's a that's an Anglican name right there. I'm yeah, coming at. Yes. I'm coming I at know, your I people. Took, uh, believe me, I took history of the English language in college. Uh, I know what uh, I'm talking about. I'm Irish, uh, so we're coming at um, we're coming at the Queen. I can't believe the shocker in your power rankings is that you did not put Courtney in the top three. Well, I didn't. I didn't even finish the top three. I said I would self oh, like I very you put vain. Your, I would put yeah, myself there okay. if I wanted to, but I'm a commissioner and I can't put myself there. Okay. So okay. Courtney would have to be in that top three. Yeah, most the most active and the most pointed. Yes. Yes. And the most yes. aggressive. See that's the that's the thing. I don't like to start fights. She starts fights. That's not my mo. <laughs> Which is it comes back to why I'm so happy with this league because I feel like we have a great collection of personalities. It's a happy mix. It's a yes, happy mix. Yes. You have Jared who never starts fights, but he ends them, mm-hmm. and then you have Courtney who starts every fight. And is there some uncomfortable thing said? Sure, there are. But you know what? In, We're in friends, life, right? We know in, each other's limits. And in life and in family, that's that happens. It's as long it as we're entertaining. Um, yeah, so there you go. So, uh, but that's not why we're here. Why here? Because Coop, I have reached the point in the Xander Bogarts conversation after listening to Xander Bogarts on the WEI uh, network pregame show with Will Fleming and Joe Castiglione. I've reached the point, and I think Will did this immediately after the interview of saying. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing, Boston Red Sox? What are we doing, ownership? What are we doing, Heimblum? When you okay, before we get to this, let's play. This is Xander Bogars, which he was. I mean, he was very, obviously very honest, very telling. All of it. Take a good listen to Xander Bogarts after today's one nothing win, or after Sunday's one nothing win over the Orioles, where he drove in the only run. Before we talk about it, let's play it. Here it is. One nothing win for the Red Sox, and here's the guy who drove in the game's only run, Xander <laughs> Bogarts with the sack fly. Yeah, boy, hit pretty well in the first inning there. Good situational hitting, huh? Yeah, it was uh, it was a good good at bat. You know, just trying to get a good pitch to hit, get a pitch kind of up. Uh, obviously, we know that kid has some pretty good stuff on the mound. Uh, lately, especially when I'm playing against these guys, I've been having a lot of situations. You guys on third with less than two outs. But didn't didn't get the job done for the most time. But I mean, today was was different. Uh, got a good pitch, drove it, and uh, <laughs> weirdly, but it was the only run of the game. <laughs> what a three weeks it's been for you, Xander. And you say nothing in particular kind of clicked. You didn't find anything, but man, it's uh, it's happy days for you. Everything's loud. A lot of stuff to right center field and yeah. driving balls to center field. Uh, it must feel good to be, feel like yourself again. Yeah, yeah. They uh, can't lie, you know. And uh, right now, I'm extremely focused. Uh, I know we have 20 more games left for 21, whatever whatever the calendar says. Uh, I'm just being extremely focused, one one pitch at a time, trying to trying to really swing at strikes. Uh, I know it's coming down to the finish line, and obviously stuff might stuff might get a little emotional, you know. So I'm just trying to trying to enjoy the moment, 
Uh, and as I said, I, I feel like I really need to be locked in, really need to be focused. I'm not saying just getting hits, but just, just a focus. I, uh, I have to be, be on point, I feel like, if I want to perform good with everything that's going on, you know? Well, certainly I uh, hope you're around a long time, Xander. Yeah, yeah, I do, you know, but uh, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Uh, when you say you're, it could get emotional, is that what you mean, that you could be thinking about the end of your time with the Red Sox? Uh, I, I don't want to say that, but, I mean, who knows what happens, you know? Uh, I just want to enjoy these 20 games as much as possible, you know, and uh, as I said, I just feel like I need to be extra focused, and uh, hopefully I'm here for for a long, long time, but I guess that's not in my control. Well, we know you're a team guy first, but yeah. it would be wonderful to see you win a batting crown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I a couple weeks back, I, I, I was far from the situation that I'm in right now. So, uh, as I said, uh, I, I'm, I'm a guy that's very realistic, very aware, and uh, I, I, I know what's going on, and as I said, that's why I feel like I need to be... Uh, extra focus uh i wouldn't say call it i wouldn't call it pressure but i mean pressure sometimes is a good thing you know pressure is, is, is only if you you put that on yourself you know and uh I just, as i said just just try to swing at good pitches uh and take what the other team give me you know it, you've been such a great power hitter in in the prime of your career but uh, you know sometimes like late in the game tonight it's like you're back in the backyard swinging at almonds right i yep. mean do you yep. you <laughs> see the holes on the right side and you can find it. in that at bat particular are you trying to do that yep i was 100 percent you know all it is is just i need to get a good pitch that uh that allows me to do it over there you know and, and i think that was a good sinker middle away i was looking middle away and uh, i did it you know and i i uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I was going to hit it right there, but <laughs> my approach was hit it on the ground over there. So luckily, I got a hole, and you know, we have Rafi coming up next, so maybe we, he can, he can, he's been swinging it really well, also, so maybe he can put some damage. But yeah, I was just trying to, trying to take what they gave me. Well, you got it done, and Xander, it's something that uh, we notice. I don't know if everybody pays enough attention, but you go to the post every day, and you can't put a price tag on that when guys uh, of your caliber play every day, even with nagging, and we know you were hurt uh, a oh. lot of the year. Yeah. Uh, that's critical. Yeah, and uh, yesterday I, I got hit in my foot. That hurt pretty bad throughout the whole game, man. <laughs> that, that was a, ooh, that was tough. Then I got hit by pitch. That didn't really hurt, but uh, the foul ball hurt me a lot, you know, and I, I got a lot of treatment after the game so I can come in today, be ready, and I felt pretty good coming into today. So, uh, I really try to take as, as best care of my body as possible. Uh, I'm just, uh, I, if, if there's any way that you can prevent stuff, you know, I always feel like that's beneficial. So, as I said, I just try to really take care of my body. Here's to many, many more conversations, many more years, Sander. Thanks Thank so much you for guys. taking the time. Appreciate it. All right. So, people have taken this, I've seen, in a couple different ways. But if you really listen to it, and I don't think that the, the transcription of it will do it justice, Coop. And you give me your opinion on it in a second. But I think that when you listen to it, you can hear his emotion. You can hear his intent. You can hear how he's not really good at hiding the emotion and the intent. And it comes back to something where, where you have this guy who is a good player. And I think he's third in war, right, in the American League. I mean – and knowing how people vote, he could finish third in the MVP voting right now. So you have this player who's really, really good, who's getting better, who's getting better. Um, we, we know that defensively he's getting better. 
who, who absolutely knows he can play in Boston, who above all, maybe he desperately wants to stay like Coop. This is where I'm coming from. When I talk about this stuff after hearing this is that this guy more than any player I have ever covered who have gone into this with maybe the exception of John Lester, it's a tie desperately is saying, please let me stay here. Please let me go from stem to stern in my career and finish things off. Please, please, please. Xander Bogarts is begging a, one of the best players in baseball at an important position as a leader in this clubhouse, not even 30 years old yet is begging the organization to stay. That's what he's doing in this interview once again. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how much they've budged off of the initial offer. I don't know. But all I know is this, put your best foot forward and, and value this guy more than you did before. If you wanted to value him as a 20 year, a million, 20 million a year guy for the next three years, three months ago, that was your prerogative. Well, things have changed and he is landing in free agency at the end of the year as a foundational player, the player that we thought he would be at the beginning of the year and a guy who was screaming from the mountaintops, please make me a fair offer, like a fair offer. I don't think he's asking for an offer that's going to break the bank, but a fair offer. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Am I wrong? I, no. I mean, the, the part that killed me is kind of like, I don't know. The comparison I would say is puppy dog eyes. Like the, it's the audible version of puppy dog eyes. He's at the point where, and I think he's a Boris guy, correct? Yes. So I think, I think there's a little bit of Boris behind this. And that's, this is me being like the cynical person and me being like, all right, we do have to be a realist about the guy's marketing himself. And I, I'll admit that, like, of course, he's not going to hop on the post game show and not talk about this, especially when it's been the conversation. Can, 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 I, can I interrupt? Yeah, go ahead. You, you were very nice and didn't interrupt me during my rant. Yeah. I honestly don't think he is. Like, I you don't I, think he's putting up. You think like Scott Boris is calling him up after and being like, "Yo, what? No, like, what and, the hell and, was and, that?" And you know how I know? Because I don't think Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts values Scott Boris's opinion. Xander Boris values Scott Boris as an agent. But let's just go back to earlier in the year when Xander Bogarts said, "Yeah, sure, I'll be open." to conversations in the year. And then right away, Scott Boris says, no, 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 no. And you know what Xander Bogarts did? Scott, if they're coming, they come to me, we're talking. Yeah. So, and so I don't think, so Xander Bogarts is, you know, I, I've said this before, where I love genuine athletes. Like covering guys to me, the guys who are genuine and the guys who I gravitate to. And I think that Xander Bogarts is about as genuine as you're going to get. And I think in this interview, like you can say, well, it's posturing it's leveraging and everything. And I understand where you're coming from. I don't think so. I mean, I, think, I never said it was good posturing or le leveraging, but I think like there was like a little bit of that. And it's just like, he might know, I, he definitely knows where the fan base stands. I mean, he knew about that since the day that you played uh what's her face's uh, oh, audio. Al Our, Allison, came. Allison, friend of the program, Allison. Yeah, I felt, yeah, I mean, listen, that shot, that shot the negotiations out of a cannon, didn't it? Yeah. Allison in Cambridge. And, and I, it kills me to hear him kind of, and, and kudos to Will on this. This is why he's a pro's pro, following up 
uh, Joe Castiglione's, you know, talk like the answer that he Xander had given Joe Castiglione about, oh, well, we'll see where the rest of the season lies and everything because it's going to be emotional. Will follows it up as in, is it going to be emotional because it's going to be your last right. time playing in Boston? Will, which, Will, Will correctly smell blood in the water when it came to this this yeah. line of questioning. And I'm glad he did. Oh, of course. I'm sure, did. I'm sure Xander's glad he did too. Well, this is the thing like interviewing Xander, like if he opens a door, he wants you to walk through it. And, and that's what I mean. And that's it. what I mean by there's a little bit of posturing. There's a little bit of, all right, I have an opportunity here to make my case in front of the fans instead of, you know, just these hallway conversations that may or may not happen with. Sure. I, I mean, in that respect, I think that he wants to get, he wants to let people know how he feels, mm-hmm. but does he feel like he's going to get a bigger, is he looking for sympathy for this? I don't think he's, I don't think he's that sort of manipulative. I don't think he is. I think that he's just, an, he's just, this is how he honestly feels. And he has a hard time not telling people how he feels. I mean, I go back to John Lester. John Lester was the same way. Like John Lester, he just wanted to stay there. And, and, you know, he gets up different points where he would cut off the record on the record. And at the end of the day, it was the same thing. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, that's the thing, Coop. Mm-hmm. They're literally saying, saying, I don't know what to do. Like when we talked to Xander Bogarts in spring training at the end of spring training, that was the feeling, dude, I don't know what to do, man. Like I want to stay here. They're not valuing me. And then the year goes on and, as, you know, he has the injury and it's in his head. He, he already admitted that this is in his head. And this, now we flash forward to this and through all of that, through all the lessons that he learned, about how this stuff can impact you, which he absolutely did. And, you know, this is the type of guy he is. Like, he let the ball go under his glove when his best friend was traded. He's a – that's how he is, right? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, okay. but – What? Do you think Mookie comes into play in all of this? Do you think he looks at what Mookie, what happened with Mookie? I, listen, Mookie I, not being that no. vocal. Mookie being made out to Mookie kind of nothing, be the villain. Mookie has nothing to do with Xander. Really? No. Nah. You don't think if he gets dealt, and you know we've talked about Xander being genuine, and Xander wanting to stay here and everything. You don't think there's a part of Xander that thinks like, "Hey, if I leave here, I I don't, or if I end this season without a contract, still, do I want to be remembered by the fans as being a guy that wanted to commit and stay, or do I want to be the guy that you know no, kind of walked out the door, no, didn't no, say no, anything on the way here's, out? Here's the difference. You know, I'm getting a, I'm getting here's, a pack here's... of cigarettes and some milk. <laughs> Man, what are you playing for the tie? You going for the calcium and the nicotine? Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, I'm go. playing the deadbeat dad. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, here's the difference. Is that nowhere along the way in that last year with Mookie, and by the way, that wasn't even the contract year. That was the second to last year. Nowhere along the way did Mookie insin- just come out flat out and say, you know I want to stay here. You know, like now he's saying it. Yep. But he never said that. Like he was like, 
I mean, this is like, I, I can't tell you how different it is because Mookie was, this is a business. This is a business. This is a business. Xander was saying that too, though. No, 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 no. Xander was, was saying that in a different tone. I, there, it's completely different situations, but I think Xander maybe learns from what happened with Mookie. No. No? Z- no. Z- Xander, it's a completely different situation because, like, Xander knows it's a business. His view of the business is, yeah, it's different than he was when he signed the contract a few years ago, as he articulated to me last year. Different time, different player, different team, different situation. He His idea of the business is, this is my, he understands that this is my chance to make my money, to get my one big contract at this age, at this performance. And so this is my chance to do it. But, 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 if I'm going to do it, like if I'm going to have the opportunity to get that contract and it's going to be close, I want to do it here because I like it here. I value, you know, I understand my legacy here. Some guys are just like that. So, and so you would never, ever have, have you, Coop, have you heard Xander say one time? And you can I thought say, you were about to say, Cooper, have you ever had a $300 million contract? Have you, a, you? I mean, I know that you're, you're screaming and yelling to me every day. It's a business. It's a business. I said, you don't understand. You're getting paid in T-shirts and smiles. Yeah. So there you go. I think if you floated that to Xander, he might change his uh, tone. I tried. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, he, Xander ever, would he ever, ever say what Mookie said every single time you asked him, which is it's a business. Like Xander would never say. No. And, and, and you That's could, not his MO. No, it's also, it's, so let's go back to this interview. So, you know, the we talk about going through this year so we go through this year okay we know you know he has the interview at the beginning of spring training and then he talked about how um you know he would be open to a talks in the season and then Boer said no he wouldn't be and then he has that he gets an injury in may and that lingers and um and then his best buddy is traded he's still underperforming and finally 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 he gets a little bit healthy he gets in the groove. Now all of a sudden, the season's turned around, and he's sitting there in a good spot in terms of performance. So when you hear him, and he kept coming back to this, obviously this is the biggest narrative and the biggest takeaway of the entire interview, which is I have to really focus on every single little pitch. I cannot look, look outside here. And when he's talking about that, that's all the lessons that he learned this year, right? That's how he figured out how to get things. He sees the finish line. And, and notice, Coop, like, at least he didn't do the, like, hey, you know, we're, we're not out of it till we're out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that, he, was, he, he, was, he was about to, but he, did, he didn't, thank goodness. Yeah, oh. I, I couldn't see him kind of. And that's, that's why he kind of belongs here. Like, he, he understands the atmosphere. He understands, like, the tone of the fan base and the expectations of not just the fan base, but really the front office. And I think that there's, there's a whole lot going on with the, the Kike stuff also, which I, we never really got a chance to talk about Kike getting promised that the team's going to be a lot better next year. It's it's, it's hyperbole. Exactly. It's like, it's like, what's he going to say? No, we're going to be worse. I mean, I'm bloom to. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I mean, for Kike, it was a good deal. For the Red Sox, it was a good deal. Like I look at, I don't look at the Kike Hernandez um, deal. It, it linked up with Xander Bogarts in any way, shape, or form. None. But I'm more so saying, like the 
the mentality that this team is meant to compete, this organization is meant to compete because that's the expectation. Xander's not going to let you know, you know, th- if this team isn't competing. Well, this that- is, but this is a thing, Coop, is that when he talked about signing that deal and saying to Boris, hey, if you don't get this deal done, see you later, you know, I'm taking this deal, even though you don't think it's a good one, then um, when he did that, it was because he's like, I want to be part of this. But being part of that was Mookie and Benintendi and Jackie and all these guys of this team that just came off a World Series and figured they were going to win a couple more. Okay, now you turn things over. And so there has to be there has to be like an understanding that they're still going to invest. They're still going to be good. And I do think Xander thinks that. And that was, you know, certainly signing Kike was a step in the right direction in that way. Uh, trading Vasquez was a step in the wrong direction, but still, I want to come back to when he said what he kept saying about how, um, how basically he was like, "Hey, you know, listen, I have to take one day at a time, one pitch at a time, one pitch at a time." And for him, it really is cool. This is about just getting to the finish line. Like you and I, we you want to we want to get to the finish line too, right? Yes. So you're you're most of, you're you're saying maintain what he has right now and get to the finish line or just yes. get to the finish line, no, 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 no injuries, no, whatever just, happens. Just keep playing well. Okay. Keep playing as well as he has been. And by the way, so there was two things he was talking about in this interview. And I think Joe sort of latched on to the second one, which I don't think was in the priority for in Xander's mind. I think the priority in Xander's mind when he kept saying, I have to take one day at a time to function, it was functioning with, the contract stuff. Yep. But the other part about that was the batting title, right? Which Joe like wanted to go down that road. And so, it, and I think that's important for Xander too. And he mentions that like I, in order to get this other thing, this thing that is a feather, a huge feather in my cap, it's to win this batting title. I'm going to have to have this sort of narrow focus. And, and so what this interview did was offer you, a glimpse inside of like how this guy is thinking at this point, because I can tell you being around him, this was not how he was thinking for a vast majority of the year. And I don't blame him. Like he had a, is that because like playoff playoff contention is eliminated. So now he just has something else to focus on. I, 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 I think that would I think, be my only thought behind no, it. Is no, I think he now more, has to create a game within a game. No, I think it's more of like, you can, you can sit there and, in early April and say, I know how I'm going to handle this. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to talk during the season. Uh, I'll be able to handle, I'm just going to focus on the day to day, all of that. But then you, then you realize you don't know how you're going to handle it. And I think that that's, you know, just judging by conversations and reactions and body language and all of it, you know, I think that that's what Xander came to understand. It took him this long in synopsis, I think it took him this long to understand how to manage 2022. That's it. Only took only took the last month. And but and, I mean, I'm not saying this is why he underperformed. I think the injuries had more to injuries, do. Injuries. I think the injuries more than anything, especially since September. Like the calendar kind of turned over to September. You've seen the shortstop that we've known him to be. He's better. You think better? Well, defensively, he's better. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I mean the, the the whatever if you want to if 
you're a science guy. You're an analytics guy. I like science. You like science. I, I mean, the the, the numbers are like, class. is it the ultimate zone? I forget what it is, but it's like he's got the best of his career. It's like among the best shortstops in the American League. Defensively, he has been. He's he's you know you go back to you know when I did the podcast with him in April, he said that he's like, look at the last two months. You know, I made some adjustments. I got better. In those last two months, I was better. It showed. And it can say, oh, well, sure, whatever. But he walked it. He walked it, Coop. Walked it? Are we coining that term? Yeah. Walking it. He did. Walk- you, start, you start with the last two months of the season, and then you carry it over the next one. Walking. You're, you're put, walk- put, it, put it in Webster's. Well, yep. You're walked. I mean, I think it's actually, in the Urban Dictionary, it means something completely different. I but, mean- uh, but uh, yes. Uh, Keep talking. Yeah. I'll look that up. <laughs> no, not really. Don't don't bother. <laughs> uh, um, yes, I. I, I uh, anyway, um, you're so, gonna find uh, something in that by the end of the week. Some someone someone in, in here dictionary? better put. Yeah. Oh no! Well, like I, I, without I without giving out the term, there was yeah. Even, there, there, I want to be able to Google or. I want to be able to urban dictionary. Yeah, you, yeah. I want, I want someone. I want someone here. I want someone to go in urban dictionary and define walking it. What are they going to say? Walking. No. How are we spelling it? W a c h a. Walking it. Walking. Walking. He walking it. Walking it. He walking it. Phoenixing it. No, he walking it. I feel like it's W a c h a. Maybe. Uh, apostrophe N D. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Walking comma E N. Walking. But you you be the judge. All right. Well, okay. we'll see. We'll All see. Right. Uh, so yeah, we'll get on it. Yeah, it's, it's there's a whole uh, there's a whole another good Vincente Padilla Urban Dictionary story, which I'll save for another time. Oh, I love that. I love uh, Urban yeah. Dictionary. Uh, well, yeah, this this is a pretty good story, but I cannot since it's a G rated podcast, I can't say it. Um anyway. So uh, is there is there anything else from the interview? Which, by the way, like first of all, like great for them for getting Xander because you know a lot of times I was like when I was listening, I'm like, oh, they got who Xander. else are you going to interview on after that Sunday well, game? Well, Coop, <laughs> nothing else happened. No, Coop, Coop, Schreiber, is, Schreiber. No, no, out. this you know this was the payoff of the miss of Nesson missing the boat. Nesson always gets first choice on these interviews. Always, uh, yeah. Know you know who they picked? I mean, who'd they pick? I, Tommy, I wasn't Tommy I was watching Pham. the NFL game, Tommy Fan, just because he picked, had the RBI. But, but I will say this I will say, or this. not really the RBI, he had the run. Go and I retweeted this. So at the end of the interview, Tommy's Pam is like, I gotta go because I gotta go check my fancy football team. I, I forget who he said. He's like, I so and so a sleeper, I gotta go. Like, oh. I'm like. I mean, oh yeah. So, so we this, gotta, you gotta get, to, you gotta get to the bottom of this. With what? What new league is he in? Well, he's not in the old league. No, he's not no. in that league. I don't believe no. so. I'm pretty sure he left. I think he's in like five. Eric Cosmer. Eric Cosmer put out an Instagram story the other day. I meant to screenshot it, but I didn't want to seem weird because he gets the notification. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure I wasn't the only one screenshotting it that day, but he had a list of all the different players in it. He gets a notification if you screenshot it. Yeah, you get a notification if you screenshot an Instagram story. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. At least that's how it used to be. No one's screenshotting my stuff. So what did, so what did, really what did Hosmer do? 
he just put up when they did their draft, uh, their the Dave Portnoy draft that they have. Okay. Or fantasy league. Um, he put out everyone in the the league. Was, um, any, anybody jump out? Anybody on the Red Sox? Uh, no. There was a couple names that I I mean, like I didn't really think of it just because, like I said, I didn't want to screenshot it like a weirdo. But there was like a couple in the league where I was a little like, oh, that's a that's an interesting name in there. Okay. Well, anyway, Tommy Fam, Nesson chose Tommy Fam. Thank you, Nesson. Because we got we got Help. Xander we got Xander Bogarts and we got the helping sound. out the the broadcast the Red Sox broadcast network. Yeah, we owe yep. we owe Jemai Webster uh, something a new something back yeah, new fanny pack. Um, something Gucci. Yeah, a European carry on. You think he's a Gucci guy? He Jemai? wants to, he wants to be. He would As like, like to be. I I think he could pull it off. Oh, you think so? Gucci? Yeah, I'm just talking. Yeah. To- yeah, I think Jemai's got the Gucci look. I couldn't okay. do Gucci. You have to sell his fake glasses first, though. What do you mean? Like he's got like blue light glasses? I don't know. No, no, not blue. Like just they're like fake. They have no lenses in them. I've never seen him wear that. I don't know. I, 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 I would want, imagine I they're just, blue light glasses. I just, I just want, I just want you to ask him so he gets so upset over it. Well, no, because then it get, it just comes. See, this is why this is why being the commissioner is tough. I already have enough stuff piling oh. up on me. Oh my goodness! Pap asking me to pay five hundred dollars. Oh my! Part-time producer, production assistant, not even producer, man. Come on, Pap. Play for the love of the game. Yeah, I don't think I think we're gonna have to find a happy medium. Yeah, happy happy medium for him is two fifty. Oh, so good. How are we gonna? We should make some of these. Are you gonna make the results public? Who won the league? As far as I week mean, to who week, who won the first? Yeah, week to week, we should do that. Right? I was gonna do a recap week to week. So okay, yeah, all right, good. I'll have something cooking, and also we hopefully I think the matchup next week are a little bit better. So okay. we'll be rolling. I'm gonna start enforcing um, prop bets does, in between. Does Courtney play Pat? mayor bets? Huh? Does Courtney play Pat? I don't believe so. That'll be an interesting. Yeah, that's that's. I feel like I'm that's gonna be a must watch. Yeah, uh, I want to live stream that. I don't know how you do that, but um, you do like the first quarter of something. Put both of them on. Sure. Um, okay. So Coop and synopsis, you want Xander Bogarts back, right? Correct. I would enjoy him back. I think he would enjoy being back. It's a, it's a perfect uh, fit. I, hey, stop right there. Beautiful. It's a it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. Coop wants him back. He he wants to come back. It's a perfect marriage. Everyone wants go. to come back. Uh, yeah. There you go. Make it happen. All right, this is the make it happen. Make it happen, Xander Bogarts. I've this reached the limit. I'm like, enough is enough. Come on, make the make it. it happen foundation. The make, make it happen to contribute to the make it happen foundation. Yep. Uh, the Bradford Show. Make set, it. Disney. Disney a, has Make a Wish. We have this, Make It Happen. Can we put up a, a like a bar a, a thing to scan so people can just scan the Venmo me? Like a QR. Oh, a Venmo. Co- yeah, can we do that to, to, for, for, a, people, um, for people to make it contribute to the Make It Happen Foundation? Yeah, would change.org, what it, people sign a petition? No, I, I want this to be the Make It Happen Foundation. Okay, so if everyone, if every member of Red Sox, Where, no, here it, is. Here, here, here it is. No, here it is. Ready? If you contribute to the Make It Happen Foundation, a portion of your donation will go toward paying Xander Bogarts his contract for next year. All what right. portion that is, we don't know. We'll figure it out. But who knows? It will be a portion. It will be a portion. 
enough for you to get a tax write-off, enough for us to have a slush fund. <laughs> Come on. It's called business. It is. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. <laughs>